Hey, GCA youth, I hope that you are well. I hope that you are being blessed by God, that you are coming to him in prayer, that you are feeling him near and him close. Um, I hope that you're being blessed by these podcast episodes. I hope that you are um, being able to engage in the word of God um, and what it is that he is saying to you, to all of us, um, through his word. And so we're going to dive in today. We are finishing chapter five today. For those of you that have stuck with uh, this this bit of uh, Ephesians chapter five in terms of marriage, well done. It is really important to engage with what the word of God says um, about marriage, about things that maybe we're not experiencing at the moment. I know that none of you, um, if you would listen to this and a, a young person in our youth group are married, um, you know, but actually that this may be part of your future. And so it's important to know what this is. And so actually, we are going to continue in this. We're finishing today. We are going to do verses 31 and 32 today. We are skipping verses 29 and 30. I wish that we could cover every single verse, but we're in the, for the ease of time, for the ease of um, flow, we're going to just jump straight to verse 31. Okay, so Ephesians chapter 5, verse 31. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. And so, Lord, we again pray for wisdom. We pray for peace, we pray for hope, we pray for light. And in all that you do, Lord, would you work and move in power that you would lead us deeper into yourself. In Jesus' name, amen. Right, okay. For those of you who are the more astute of you, um, or for those of you that have been paying a bit more attention, um, you may see that verse 31 has got quotation marks at the start. And this is because this verse, verse 31, is a direct quote from Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. Okay, so at the very beginning of time when God creates man and woman, that this that their marriage, their union, is, is this is what it's all about, right? Um, as part of this, therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and be hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. That this union of man and wife, okay? Right. So this mystery, verse 32, is profound. And I'm saying that it refers to Christ and the church. Now, we've already started discussing this over the past few podcast episodes, but this is massive. Right. So what Paul is saying, we need to hear this because this is big and this is huge. What Paul is saying is that and he is saying this, that when Adam and Eve the first man and the first woman were united in marriage, that that union, that bringing together of two people in marriage, in a relationship, in a covenant, where they are committing to one another, is and was always representing or pointing towards Christ and the church. So it's not that when Jesus came, all of a sudden, there's this thing where kind of God has gone, oh, well, it's kind of like marriage. Like, I didn't really make marriage for that reason, but it's kind of like marriage. What, what God is saying is that actually marriage was always, 
always supposed to point towards that, that this union between two people who who would come together and be inseparable, they'd come together, and in one flesh is a sexual term, right, it's, it'd come together sexually, they'd be united together, there would be a, a union between them that um, should not and could not be separated, that that is supposed to have pointed towards Christ and the church, because that's what Christ does for us. That Christ has come and united himself, not sexually, let's make that point, but has united himself through his blood, through the cross, through what he has done. He's united himself to us, that we are now found in him, that we are united with him in a way that could not and should not, and by the grace of God, because of Jesus, will not ever be broken. That marriages are supposed to, has always pointed towards that. And actually the greater thing is Christ in the church. The, the best thing in your life is not going to be being married. The best thing in your life is not going to have, gonna be having sex in marriage. The best thing in your life is going to be part of the people of God who are united to God in Christ. And the application of this, verse 33, is however, that doesn't get us off of, of the application of it, which is because we know this, husbands are to love their wife as themselves, as Jesus loves his us, the church, his body, and let the wife see that she respects her husband as we revere Christ, our head. I hope that that is helpful. I hope that you remember that as you go on with your lives and maybe consider marriage. If you have any questions, get in touch. But for now, grace and peace.